Welcome to the Voice Skills Workout Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Hill. We got Alexa, we got Google. Let's get the show started. We're talking today with Pat Coggins. He is the developer, along with him and his wife, of the Ask My Buddy app, or skill, as they say in the Alexa world. And uh, Pat, tell me a little bit about your skill and tell the people out there what it's about. Okay. Well, Ask My Buddy is what we like to call a personal alert network, where you go onto our site, askmybuddy.net, and you create uh, or fill out your contact information. It'll be friends, relatives, loved ones, neighbors. So in the event where you have uh, an emergency or need assistance and you can't reach your phone, you can't press a button, you can't call 911, then you're able to use your voice and ask for help. Uh, This will alert the people in your network by a voice phone call, a text message, and an email saying that you need assistance. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is hopefully uh, something that people will use instead of waiting too long to ask for help from 911 or, you know, a a doctor or, or things like that. It certainly doesn't replace it. It's just another tool like you would uh, pay for a service with a uh, push button or uh, uh, anything else out there to, to get help. Great, great, great. Now, I just want to be clear, this does not call 911. Correct. But it is, it is be- just like the buttons don't call 911 either. They button to someone who then says, let me call 911 for you, right? Correct. Correct. So it's it's basically a and trust me, my mom has that button which she rarely uses, or at least she has on a person. When I was there visiting her, I'm like, why are you paying forty bucks a month and you ain't got it on? Um, so, in that aspect of it, um, how has it been received with the public so far? Um, with your offering, how long have you had it out so far? Well, we were actually one of the first. Uh 25 or 30 skills uh, on the platform. So we released in November 2015. Okay. Uh, so been out there a little while. And uh, as far as how it was received initially, I, I think no one really had an idea of what it was, what it did. You know, the, the first issue was the voice platform experience itself mm-hmm. uh, was new. So no one really knew why would you have it? What would you do with it besides set a timer in the kitchen? Um, so it, it's been a learning process uh, over time for not just us, but Amazon and everyone else developing skills. So, um, but as far as the past couple of years, I, I think it's been received quite well. We're, um, oh, as of today, around 120,000 users in 143 countries. Ah, nice. And I like that about the app that you can do more than one language, uh, more than wherever Alexa is. You can do that language pretty much. That's true. We we also, uh, while, you know, uh, Amazon recently or in the past year or so started doing the additional languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years ago, we actually added in on the alert side several languages. So we're in control of anything that goes out from our server. So the voice phone call we could do in several languages, the email and the, the SMS. So um, okay. I, I think that 
made a lot of people more comfortable that, you know, they have relatives that don't speak English. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, why wouldn't you do that? Exactly, exactly. It was very good forethought on your part. Um, also, the one thing I liked about it, and this is from a, a fledgling developer myself with no developing skills, just trying to figure out how to, to develop skills on Alexa, that you found a way to get paid. I mean, let's be honest. Now Alexa or Amazon is starting to ask, uh, or not ask, but to pay different developers for different skills um, outside of the big boys. Um, and you found, a, 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 I think, a very valuable and very uh, economic way to get, get a little uh, compensation for your work that you're doing there. Tell me right. about that. Okay. Well, initially when we released... Uh, this was before they had account linking, so we actually mm-hmm. built that into our device as well. So you would use the device, and it would say, okay, here's your code, and go enter that in on the website, and then we would link that device for you. Um, we also had a PayPal model at that time as well, which was based on how many messages uh, per month, and when we went to uh, submit for certification, they came back and said, well, we just came up with this account linking. Uh, Could you put it in and give it a try? So we did that. And then they said, well, being that it's completely new, the the voice platform itself, could you do it without paying? And within so many months, you know, we'll come up with our own pay method and you can do that. And we said, okay, fine. Well, as you know, once you open the the barn door, (laughs) <laughs> the horses run out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I think our skill, probably everybody says this, but this is true in this case. Our skill is different from most anything out there. We're actually having to use pay for gateways to send these messages. So this is wow. costing us money. <laughs> okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to be able to do, you know, voice uh, phone calls and SMS. Um, is costly. Um, uh, the email, um, yeah, I, I have to pay for that too, but it's much larger numbers. It's like, okay, over 200,000 emails a month is going to cost you X, whereas messages are a per message cost. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also, we're international, so we have to be able to uh, provide the voice phone calls and SMS for every single country, which we do. Um So that posed an an enormous uh, hurdle for us. We were taking the hit. The more users that we got, the higher our bill got. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Yeah, and and we started off, I believe it was unlimited, or if not, it was a lot of messages. And um, so we started pulling back every few months saying, well, okay, so this is the most we can afford to do for free. And then we put out a... um, Oh, pay what you can model. So uh, one of our users um, is part of a nonprofit and actually came up with this concept and said that they're the way they get donations was to say, pay what you can. Well, obviously, you know, we're not from what I understand, it's costly and a lot of work to set up a nonprofit and we just don't have the time or the resources. So, um, we, we didn't go that direction, but we did a pay what you can. Uh, and a few people did it. We, we had some people that were just so impressed um, where, you know, their, their parent uh, 
tried it and it worked one time when they needed it and the person sent in a hundred bucks and, and it's like okay. thank you thank you thank you those are wonderful but you know when you start getting into oh i think we got up into 10 or twenty thousand people and we had 0.3 percent paid so this was still costing a, a house payment to to keep this thing running and this was long before amazon started giving out any money for for skills so we, we had no choice but to come up with this alternative model, which to say, okay, we still are trying our best to keep this free for minimal usage. So for that person that they're on a fixed income, they couldn't possibly do a couple bucks a month here. And so we're, we're trying to live there at that sweet spot, you know, 10 messages a month. Well, it sounds like a lot, but mm -hmm. if you have five contacts and each one has two methods, so a message counts as a voice phone call is a message. Uh, a text message is another message. We don't charge for the email. So that if you have five contacts and you do an alert all, that's 10. <laughs> so you're out of messages right there. Mm -hmm. uh, now, we, when we did that model, and, and we tried to keep it as inexpensive as possible. I think the next level up is 120 messages a month or something for a 366 or, or whatever that cost is. Yeah. And, you know, that was, that was well received. We allow them, you know, pay by the month, pay by the year, that sort of thing. But again, you run into complications with users that are scared to death of PayPal or any kind of online payment. We've had some that actually send a check, and it takes several days to, to get here. And, and, you know, it's it's kind of amusing, but it's heartfelt, right? It, it's like they're, yep, yep. they're trying their best to to use your service, but they, they're just afraid of doing the online payment stuff. So it, it's it's been a challenge to get people comfortable with the entire model. And even still, we have, we have our times of... Uh, Oh, I'd say around the holidays, so uh, November and also probably early January, late December are some of our biggest hits. So those is straight out of your pocket. You know, we're we're just not covered. Um, those you don't like. <laughs> you know, you, you like <laughs> they're very slow. Everybody's, you know, using it only when they have to. And, and that's fine. Um, I, I think we're we're probably going to introduce some additional features. Um, oh, I, we do have them for the pay ones where you can use it to find my cell phone. You know, so you can say, mm -hmm. you know, find my cell phone. It'll call it and say, you know, a voice message and say, hey, I'm locating your cell phone, that sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I think we have uh, we add in 10 contacts uh, and some, you know, cute additional features to try exactly. to make someone's while. So uh, I think we'll also try and add in a check on me feature, which we had initially, but we took it out in the certification process because it was getting too complex. And, okay. uh, you know, with, with voice, I'm sure you've run into it yourself where you can say something and it'll completely misunderstand you. Yeah. So, <laughs> from a development standpoint, you know, okay, that's not so good, but from our standpoint, it's absolutely frightening. You know, if someone's asking for help and it's going to do a check-in, that's not the same thing. So, exactly. 
yeah, so we've been trying to be real careful about what additional features we put in there. We need to be able to do our main or our core function. So yeah. that, that's how we got to the, the pay model, and we're still working on it, and hopefully it'll succeed. But you know, as far as Amazon's payments go, I don't think any developer has figured out what that magic number is. Exactly. Um, There's no formula that you can go look and say, no. okay, boom, there it is. It's kind of mm -hmm. arbitrary, I think. Yeah. So you still can't count on, on that money coming in, and it, it's a little scary. So, yeah. um, and plus, the other expenses you have are, um, you know, running your servers and uh, your SSL certificates and, uh, you know, on and on and on. There's a lot of cost to it. You know, if you're doing fart jokes or something, then clearly there's no cost. So you, no. you're okay. The more complex, Amazon is paying for you to give fart jokes at that point. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I don't know. We, we kind of joke between us, uh, you know, when we see these lists come out. And fortunately, we make a lot of the top 10s or top 50, you know, skills, which we very much appreciate. But, you know, you just want for – one time for someone to come out with a list of, um, oh, top skills that'll save your life. Exactly. How many do you think would be on there? <laughs> uh, uh, may, yours, and I don't know what else after that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe but, the, the Red Cross first aid uh, skill that'll tell you how to, you know, take off the, uh, cut off your blood coming out <laughs> with a, a T-shirt or something like that. But yeah. That's true. Wow. But, so, you know, practicality is a big issue for us. We don't do things that, just to do them, it's like, okay, is this something that's useful? Are we solving a problem? Are we passionate? That's our question. Exactly. And, and that leads me, I forgot to ask this question. What was the idea for this app? How did it oh. come up? Well, so, you know, being in the industry uh, for 30 plus years and, and doing a lot of contracting, it's, you know, my job is to keep on top of new technology. Uh, without that, I'm just going to be stuck and shelved into a particular industry or corner of it, and that's all I'll do. So I, I try and keep on top of things, and I'll do uh, small prototype apps uh, or you know building hardware, software, whatever it is, and see what the capabilities are. Then uh, try and find uh, is there something I think this could do? Could it solve a problem? So in this case. Same thing, just developed a, an app that would uh, speak back to you. So you say something, it'll say it right back. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, now you have to start learning the rest. It's like, okay, so if I do this, can I do this and tie it in with my server? And uh, then what would I do? Well, both of our parents, uh, my wife's and mine, have uh, had issues with they fell down the, the stairs or fell down and got hurt and uh, we're asking us, being on that tech side of things, is it worthwhile to get one of these services? I, I really can't afford the 40, 50 bucks a month, but, you know, is there anything else out there? And that wasn't at the same time, right? That was probably, oh, past six months before we started working on this. But it just kind of pops in your head when you're trying to figure out the utility. So we started down that path. And uh, you also have other things to solve. You know, it's like there's, there's 
could be liability associated with something like that. So you have to be very clear. Look, this we are not replacing 911. <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, we we actually have put out press releases and comments trying to get these monitoring companies, um, the you know, I've fallen and I can't get up or, or whatever, ask them, yep. would you allow us to make you a contact for the people we have in common? Or you know, now we're sitting here with well over 100,000 users that you could add to your company if we can integrate. And, you know, we've done all the development work. We've got XML, we've got JSON, we've got, you know, any number of schemes to interface with them And when someone does an alert so they can call them back, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if they don't answer, there's a good chance they need help. Exactly. <laughs> if they do answer, fine, ask them what the problem is. So... It, anyway, along those lines, uh, I think we had it in, you know, operational, but we hadn't submitted it yet. And I actually went through um, well, several days of just horrible heartburn. And so I was just living off of Alka-Seltzer and one night ended up on the floor and um, hmm. bleeding to death. <laughs> so wow. uh, I fortunately, my wife was there, so I called her. But it just sealed the deal at that point. It's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, could, aha. <laughs> I, I had one loud thing I could have said, and that was it. So next wow. thing I was in the hospital. So that's how we got there. Wow, that 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 is a, a inspirational story. Just the fact that you you saw it, heard about it, and then until you actually had to use it or had need for it, you're like, okay, cool, we can do this. <laughs> uh, on on the um, aspect of the different companies, did that go anywhere, or, or no. did they receive it well? Yeah, they were like, eh. it, it, well, it, it's worse. So uh, you know, I, I guess now you start to see some. Uh, at least new commercials <laughs> that they're doing. But until that time, it's like these were stagnant. Uh, I, I don't think they were looking at new technology at all. And, and I think a lot of them still aren't. Um, we have reached out directly. We, we've even tried to get to them in the press or posts on LinkedIn or uh, Twitter, other feeds, and not one response. And Wow. We, yeah, you got to wonder. It, it's like, we are not competitors to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just we're a tool in your bag of tricks, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, use all you can. Wow. Yeah. Um, so we covered this. You, you have a background in technology, right? Just give Correct. me a little bit of your background. Uh, this is more for people like me. I'm a videographer by trade, but I love the uh, the appliances and want to. Uh, um, get involved in, I have some ideas myself of, of things that I want to, skills that I want to create. Um, your background lended you better to doing that. What advice would you say to people like me, novice, or just people coming into this space of voice technology skills that uh, would be helpful? Well, I, I think make use of the tools that these companies provide, whether it's uh, Google or uh, Amazon. They, they have videos, they have how-tos, uh, they have sections on GitHub where they actually have source code sitting out there. And no doubt there's, there's a learning curve, but I, I think you have to approach it with an open mind. It, it's, 
everything's possible until it isn't. Uh, and I, I guess I try to approach everything like that. So I, I don't really think um, all of my experience helps me in that area because you tend to learn things that can't be done over time okay. where you're coming into it with fresh eyes. And it's like, well, why can't I do that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's easy. So, yeah, OK, the coding might be, you know, something to get used to or have to learn. Yeah. But. You know, anymore, there's a lot of higher level languages that are are pretty much English. I, you know, it's it's easier to to get involved in programming. Um, I, I would say um, once you get the capabilities down, so you want to be as broad as possible. And I that's my approach to developing on any new platform. I, I try and do everything that the manufacturer said it could do or everything that I've heard it can do. And now I want to sit back and look at what I developed and test all those different things and just let it come into me. What can I use this for? You know, what stands out? And it may not come to you, you know, it could be while you're in the shower. It could be while you're sitting in traffic or, or something. And all of a sudden it's going to be, I get it. This is what I'm going to do with it. And just, don't make the mistake of, um, I, I think a lot of people out there started with an idea in their head, like, okay, something easy to do would be fart jokes or, um, you know, a uh, uh, Simon Says or, or something like that and, and go and develop that. You're, you're actually fencing yourself in. And when you get done, yeah, you can release it just to say that you did. But <laughs> is it really what you want to do with your name on it? So, um, you know, that, that's just my opinion. It's like, do something worthwhile. Uh, I, I think that's the key. Exactly. That's exactly how a couple of mine, I was like, okay, is this really worthwhile? Is it just going to be something I can, when people come to my house, I can say, hey, I created something. It's like, <laughs> no, I want it to have some traction. I want it to be helpful. And that's the whole thing with this, this whole technology is I think it's a, it's a, to me, I think it's like a new car yeah. because it hasn't been done yet. Before they had cars, they had horses and buggies, and this is how we did it. Before we had voice, we had phones, tablets, <laughs> and you could see, you could touch. But this is totally organic that you have to, and it's making me, as I'm using it more and more, um, think more. Because True. you really have to think about it. I have, like I said, I have 70s in my house. I have every light in my house on. And if I say the wrong, I'm thinking about turning the office on, <laughs> but I say the den. And when I travel for work, I'm in a hotel room and I'm asking Alexa to turn on the lights. Yeah. And she's like, I can't help you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it, 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 to me, it's a very enlightening. And I'm, I'm, I'm 50 years of age. Um, I've got people who I know, friends and family members who, some of them don't like computers, don't trust computers. Mm -hmm. I'll go to a, a Best Buy. I was in a, a Bed Bath Beyond. They had a display. And I'll just sit there and wait for people to show up who look about the same age as me. And they're mm -hmm. trying to figure out, do I need this? And I'll have a conversation. My wife is like, would you come on? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I want them to understand that this is some new stuff here that yeah. can enhance your life. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I got the 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 the, what the the gadgets, the little dots that you can push and play a video or, or oh, yeah, yeah. A trivia game with. Push I got those one. in yeah. when they first came out. Yeah, I got it where you can call on the phone and blah, blah, blah. But if you're a person of a certain age or just a person who's not technology savvy, 
you're like, what do I use these for? And and, yeah, again, that's your advantage, right? It's, you know, your, your peer group, it's the same thing. So when you have those people that don't trust it, um, they, they think, oh, it's always listening to me and it's reporting to the NSA or, or something. It's like, yeah, okay. CIA. It's not. It is, are you really saying something that you think the world wants to know about? So I, I think if you look at it from their perspective, um, what would make them, what would be useful for that group, right? And, you know, some of these people don't even do email. So, uh, I think the first voice interface I did was back in 1999 using a laptop, and it was being able to ask for your email by voice. Oh, okay. And it, yeah, it was simply so I could be working on this machine over here and then say, hey, what's, you know, is there any new email? And, and it would come back and read subjects to me. And then I could say, uh, read number two. So it would open it up and read it, that sort of thing. Um, very cumbersome, very high overhead, but mm-hmm. those are the, the things. I mean, it's that real world interface that, that you need to come up with, you know, and then like ask my buddy, that's the, uh, phone call, voice phone call and text and that sort of thing. But, uh, another thing you had mentioned was turning, trying to turn your lights on remotely. Um, well it, you, you still can do that. So, uh, Google's home assistant. Uh, mm-hmm. You can do it inside of there from anywhere in the world and affect what's in your house. Um, I, again, back in the 90s, I was doing that with X10 um, appliance wow. controllers using uh, text messaging. And uh, it's how we used to say goodnight to our kids when we'd be out of town at a you know trade show or something. Wow. And, <laughs> yeah. Turn the lights on and off. Um, you know, technology is, is pretty amazing, but you, you got to come up with that, uh, oh, the interface that makes a difference, the, the real world implication. Exactly, exactly. Well, cool. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say about Ask My Buddy? Or anything oh, else I, that you, you since you got the forum? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I think, you know, from your development conversation, I, I would not limit myself to one platform, do them all. And, you know, the, the thing I like most about uh, Google Home is they have shortcuts. And it's something we've been asking Amazon for forever, uh, you know, probably two years to say, OK, when I say uh, Alexa, ask my buddy to uh, get help, um, then it's something I can easily remember. And she knows when she hears that to translate it to um, oh, send help or, you know, whatever the actual phrase is, it's going to activate that skill. Well, mm-hmm. Google did that. So you can do it with any skill in there and, uh, just write, when I say this, you do this. Um, and, you know, so we're, we're still pushing on that. Um, you know, this, this connect thing that you were, uh, you had asked me about in the email about calling nine one one. I, I guess it can, it's just frowned upon. Um, exactly. And, and yeah, and and the thing that uh, one of our requirements on Ask My Buddy was the idea that you didn't need a phone. So once you set this up, and and a lot of kids set it up for their parents, who um, they they don't even have a smartphone, they don't have a home phone, they just have maybe a, an old flip phone or something that they're using. So once the kids set it up, it's like they don't need anything. 
Um, exactly. You know, it's using our servers to make those calls, whereas this Connect product, you have to have a landline in order for it to do this. Now, uh, but then, you know, from our standpoint, we can't do it because there's no physical location associated with that device. You know, even if you type in an address, it's like you typed it in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you put it in your car. <laughs> and now well, once I asked... Once I asked that question, I was like, stupid. It, it just doesn't, you know, no, it's no. not definite. It's not a no. definite location. So there's no way you could even want to even try to ensure that kind of feature, you know, on it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, we have actually interfaced it with uh, our tracking products. So on okay. GPS on it, we, we have a, uh, a skill called My Locator, and that's on Alexa as well. And, you know, you can just, without having to, log into a site and say, you know, where's Toyota or something. I can just say, hey, Alexa, you know, uh, ask my locator to find Toyota and it'll come back and tell me where it is, how fast it's going, when it last reported. I can say, how far is it from home? How far is it from work? And if I have those geofences set up, then it'll, it'll tell me. Um, but we went and interfaced it to ask my buddy as well. So we have these, um, I uh, don't even have one here right now, but uh, it's a tiny little, uh, oh, it's made by QuickLink, and it's a GL300, uh, I think, oh. and it, it has an, an SOS button on it, and it's a tiny little rechargeable tracker that will last for about a week, and that's okay. reporting every five minutes or so, and fit in your pocket, fit on your keychain, whatever. So we did that to where if you press it, it will alert our Ask My Buddy system and actually gives the location and the last time it reported. So we could actually create an interface with not necessarily 911 uh, because we don't have that voice interaction, but we can go through a Geos or one of these other uh, services that are you know international uh, rescue services. So Wow. Yeah, it's all getting there. It's just... Uh, you know, the, the complexity and the cost, that, that's that's the problem. It's like, okay, so that's another device people have to buy. It's another monthly because uh, we have to put a SIM card in it and it runs on cellular. Do they have cellular service and, and on and on. So anyway, just uh, food for thought. <laughs> De well, definitely once I get through uh, doing this edition, I'll definitely run through the, uh, what, is it, what is it called, GPS? GPSonit.com. GPSonit.com. And, and the skill is my locator. My locator, but okay. Right now, it's only for people that already have an account on GPS on it. So our commercial customers use it and that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, it just wasn't something that we really wanted to put out in the, the consumer side, but there wasn't any way around it. So, you know, that's why it's there. No reviews and, you know, that's fine. I'd like to thank Patrick Coggins, the co-creator of the Ask My Buddy skill. And if you'd like to follow him, follow him on Twitter at AskMyBuddy underscore net or on Facebook at FacebookAskMyBuddy.net. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to the Voice Skills Workout Podcast. We thank you so much for enjoying this episode. You have a great day and we'll definitely talk to you soon.